Here is the closing Schwab market update for Friday, July 21st. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose for the 10th consecutive session Friday, and the S&P 500 index bounced back from Thursday's slide to end with a modest weekly advance, despite top companies such as American Express and CSX Corp reporting disappointing quarterly results. The Nasdaq posted a small weekly drop. Earnings remained squarely in focus. Nathan Peterson, Director of Derivatives Analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, notes that about 79% of S&P 500 companies that have reported earnings thus far have topped earnings per share forecasts. Still, we're not even one-fifth of the way through earnings season, and investors should be prepared that the next few weeks' results may not be as stellar as the opening round. So far, so good with the second quarter earnings season, Nathan says, but there appears to be a sell-the-news pattern developing post-earnings release, with several examples of really strong reports that were greeted with a sell-off, including semiconductor equipment maker ASML Holding and home builder DR Horton. That suggests the good news has been priced in and perhaps valuation got a little stretched, at least near term. Nevertheless, the week's relatively strong close likely reflects optimism over receding inflation and widespread confidence the Federal Reserve is nearly done raising interest rates. The Fed's policy-setting meeting next week is expected to result in a quarter-point rate increase that many believe will be the final hike in a historically sharp monetary tightening cycle. Here is where the major benchmarks ended for the day and the week. The S&P 500 index was up 1.47 points at 4,536.34, up 0.7% for the week, and the benchmark's eighth weekly gain in the past 10. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 2.51 points at 35,227.69, up 2.1% for the week, and the NASDAQ Composite was down 30.5 points, or 0.2%, at 14,032.81, down 0.6% for the week. The 10-year Treasury note yield was down about two basis points at 3.837%, and SIBO's volatility index, or the VIX, was down 0.39 of a point at 13.60. Utility and healthcare shares were among the strongest performers on Friday, which may reflect investors rotating into more defensive sectors, which haven't participated as much in this year's rally and may be seen as a relative value or catch-up play, Nathan says. Energy stocks were also strong as crude oil futures jumped over 2% and posted a fourth straight weekly gain. Regional banks and communication services were among the weakest sectors, while the small-cap-focused Russell 2000 fell slightly. As far as stocks on the move... American Express shares declined 3.5% as lower-than-expected quarterly revenue of $15.05 billion fell well short of the consensus estimate of $15.41 billion. That outweighed a better-than-expected earnings per share and an all-time high in spending among card members. The company said it had raised its provision for defaults above year-ago levels, suggesting concern some customers may not pay off their balances. AutoNation fell 12% after reporting an 11% decline in used vehicle unit sales and a 17% drop in used vehicle revenues, a possible sign that the used car buying boom may be waning. 
The decline in sales and revenues overshadowed stronger-than-expected earnings and total revenue. Capital One Financial shares rose 0.7% after the company reported adjusted earnings of $3.52 per share, about 30 cents above expectations, though revenue fell short and total deposits shrank 2% at the end of the quarter. CSX Corp. shares fell about 3.6% after the railroad reported quarterly revenue of $3.7 billion, slightly lower than Wall Street expected though earnings per share of $0.49 met forecasts. And Intuitive Surgical shares dropped nearly 3% after the company posted weaker-than-expected quarterly revenue of $392.7 million. Earnings season accelerates next week, with about 850 U.S. companies expected to report results, including several tech giants, Alphabet, Meta Platforms, Microsoft, and Intel. Randy Frederick, Managing Director of Trading and Derivatives at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, warns that early earnings reports don't necessarily portend a wider trend. It's still very early in the reporting season, and it usually takes about a quarter of the companies to report before we have a good feeling or how the overall season will play out, Randy says. As results start to come in from the energy, materials, and healthcare sectors, which are expected to post year-over-year declines, the early outperformance is likely to trend back toward the longer-term average. In addition to a slew of earnings reports, next week also features a robust slate of economic news, consumer confidence on Tuesday, new home sales on Wednesday, a second-quarter gross domestic product update on Thursday, and Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, or PCE, reporting on Friday. Additionally, the Federal Open Market Committee, the Fed's policy-setting arm, meets next Tuesday and Wednesday. The PCE is the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, and it's been running slightly hotter than another closely-watched measure, the Consumer Price Index, or CPI. In May, the overall PCE was up 3.8% from the same month in 2022. By contrast, overall June CPI rose just 3% from a year earlier. Inflation remains above the Fed's 2% long-term target, which has investors near certain the central bank will hike rates following its policy meeting. A quarter-point hike may be the last of this tightening cycle, says Cooper Howard, Director of Fixed Income Strategy at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, though he adds that wording in the Fed's post-FOMC statement likely will convey that the door remains open for another quarter-point increase later this year. 